Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post. Next up, we have the iconic rapper, E-40. We talk about working alongside other legends, putting the bay on the map, and his ventures into entrepreneurship. Next up, my good friend, E-40. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Download the podcast right now, wherever you get podcasts. I get it. There are 100 million people with podcasts, but they're not the Renaissance Man. Give me a five-star rating. I appreciate the love. This week's theme is tougher than a $3 steak. Tougher than a $3 steak. Now that's tough. Life is tough. And nothing can prepare you for the ups and downs that you're going to face. There are some people who make it their mission to make your life tough. They may present themselves as strong and macho and to hide anything resembling vulnerability. But I will argue that the toughest people that I've met are the ones who are open about their struggles. The ones who've fallen hard, been hurt in front of the world and still get back up. The ability to be resilient is one of the greatest strengths we have as humans. You'll find out how tough you really are in the moments you think you can't go on. But you keep going on anyway. My next guest is as tough as they come. Vallejo's finest, E-40, is one of the most iconic voices in hip-hop and has worked with everyone from Tupac Shakur, Master P, Lil Jon, Big Sean, and today I get to talk to him about his legendary career his new line of drinks, and what it takes to have career longevity. My player partner, E-40. Let's go. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, probably presented by the New York Post. As you know, a show where we cover trends and fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. This intro is really special to me. And I called it one of my favorite lyrics from one of my favorite wordsmiths. Our next guest is considered by many to be the king of the Bay Area. He's a rapper, entrepreneur. E-40 has released. Y'all ready for this? 28 studio albums. Let me rewind the tape. 28 studio albums has its own line of wine and will be in the highly anticipated upcoming versus battle with my other brother from another. Too cheesy, too short. Please welcome to the Renaissance Man, E-40 Fonzarelli. Thank you for joining me, family. Man, thank you. That was a hell of an intro, man. You know, I love you, bro. I appreciate you, family. I love you, too. So 
I just got to start with the versus battle. I can't front because, you know, the Bay Area and Detroit, we like cousins. And you set the bit debate too short. This is crazy. And versus, for those that don't know, I got to explain it to you. It's a show originally came out of the pandemic where two legends battle one another, record for record, bar for bar. And the winner, the real winner is those of us that get to watch it at home and hear the classic songs. How did you feel when you got the call that the verses was confirmed versus too short? Oh, I felt good just to know that, you know, Swift Beats and uh, Timberland had us, uh, you know, in, in, in their mind to even think of us being in it. You know, um, that was, it was beautiful to know that. Um, and also, you know, at first I was kind of curious about doing it because me and Too Short, actually, we had spoke on like, you know, I talked to him a long time ago, probably right when they first started, like, you know, probably two months into when they first started doing verses, I was like, if they ever called us to do verses, would you do it? Cause everybody been asking about it. He was like, man, I don't know, man. It's just, I don't want to battle. I just want it to be like a, you know, if we can make it where we just celebrating, like, you know, just, you know what I mean? I was like, I, I, so, you know, when, when Swiss called me, I was like, you know what, can we do it another way? And he was like, man, let's make it a celebration. And, you know, so we got, I got too short on the phone and Swiss uh, talked to him about it. Too short was all in. We, and so me and Short got back on the phone. We was like, man, you know what we need to do? Let's just get on there. Because when me and Short get together and we we in the studios and everything, we really, like, we really kick it. Like, we we like to get, we like to drink and we like to think. And we like just to, we like to make music. Music is our passion. And so I was like, so we was like, Short say, man, let's just get, let's just get on that, let's get on that Earl Stevens. <laughs> Let's get on that wine. Let's get on that, that slurricane. Give me the slurricane. Let's get on some rock, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know, and uh, we was like, let's go. So we that's what we did. We just went up there and just kind of try to let people know how, our history and kind of school those who didn't know and just have a good time, man. I, you know, I was, I was feeling it. It was groovy, like a drive-in movie. And you deserve that. Both of you guys do. And I've been a fan since day one. I remember being in middle school and saying your lyrics like they were mine. And the song was practice acting hard. And practice looking hard. Practice looking hard. Practice looking hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, to me, became something that I wanted to do in my multimedia career. And that's be a wordsmith and be original. So where did that come from? Um, just being from the Bay Area, you know, I'm a different, I'm different than a lot of people from the Bay, but not in so many ways. Just, I'm just, I'm just a special type of person. You know, I've always been intrigued by, you know, the dictionary and long words and just putting a twist to things, just making life fun, you know, cause you know, lingo just makes life better. You know what I'm saying? And just mm -hmm. my character, my personality, I'm a people's person. I'm a spirit animal. You know, I'm a mood, man. You know, you can zone off E40, just overall, just sitting there, just chopping it up with me, just like really just playing dominoes or whatever I'm doing, just a conversation. I'm always trying to put a smile on somebody's face. I'm not here for no negativity on anywhere I go. I'm just like, let's live it up, man, because every day is a holiday. And also, and you and I have talked about this before, that lingo made you decide, basically, I'm going to start my own dictionary. 
So when you sit back and you listen, because I do this all of the time. When I'm watching games and I see people with black shoes and black socks, or when I'm in the media and I see NBC going in and out of commercials and they're playing um, Survival of the Fittest by Mob Beat, I feel my influence. So what is it like for you when you listen to songs and you hear lingo that you know is literally your influence? <laughs> I just say that, um, you know, that's my, that's, I'm, I'm influential like that. Like, you know, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm to the point where I've, I've never let nobody get in my head and be like, man, dude, them using your slang, man, they running with it and this, that, and the third, or such and such, man. I'm like, man, slang is to be generated across the world. Why do you think we use it? Why do you think we say it? Mm-hmm. You know, it might be somebody on a bigger platform or somebody, or somebody that's a newer rapper that has a big platform, big fan base with the youngsters and the youngsters might think that they made it up. But at the end of the day, you know, I already know, you know, my, my, um, my name, my handle was carved into the history books. Can't erase me out of history. Um, and you know, as long as we got some real cats around, you know, like yourself that can, you know, say, let the world know, you know, that, you know, you're talking to the creator of slang and all this, like the king of that, that, the wordsmith, you know what I'm saying? That's like the trenches is really the definition. Like if the if the trenches is rocking with me, everybody should rock with me because the trenches give very give all soils. The trenches give the suburbs the confirmation, you know what I'm saying, to let them to let the suburbs know that you know what I'm saying, such and such is one of them ones. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, mm-hmm. You know, 40 solid, not salad. You feel me? Absolutely. And also, like your consistency. I saw you saw you grow from 40 Fonzarelli to the goon with the spoon. <laughs> you always continue to reinvent yourself. So can you acknowledge for the audience as somebody that's a seasoned veteran in the game, 28 studio albums? What it what does it mean to reinvent yourself? You know, I always say some of you may, may, that are familiar with me, um, they might've heard me say change with the times or the, or the times gonna change on you or time with the times or the times gonna turn on you. That, I mean that, that's the truth. You gotta, you can still turn with the times and change with the times. You just gotta be you, you just do it. You gotta do it in a clever way, you know? So, you know, I, I can rap on any beats, you know what I'm saying? I can fit in with any uh, genre of music. I can fit in with any generation. You know, I got that, I'm a, I'm a, um, I call me in short, call ourselves old ass youngsters. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, <laughs> I can rock with the old folks and I can rock with the young folks. You know what I'm saying? I give you that. I don't just give you like a, oh man, he hella ancient. He hella man. Nah, I'm more woke than you, boy. I'm gamed up. You got your ease mixed up, man. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so I'm just a different, I'm one of one, bro. It ain't one, it ain't nobody like me, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to be a me monster, me, 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 or, you know, big head, I'm the most humblest person on, on earth, but it's, it's very mm-hmm. important to reinvent yourself because, you know, especially if you like, you reinvented yourself, you really never was right. out of it. You just reinvented yourself into this icon, you know, uh, what should I say, uh, sports analyst slash like commentator, news Thank guy. You, like, you did it. You, Shaq, you, uh, uh, Shaq, um, Appreciate uh, Kenny. Uh, the uh, the boy uh, the boy uh, um, what's my Web uh, Chris Weber all you know y'all did it man 
We all, you know, we all rock, you know, we from the same era. GP, Gary Payton, he on the case. You know what I'm saying? He about to crush it coaching in college. What'd you say? He about to crush it coaching in college. Oh, is he? Yeah. I'm going to give him a call. I'm going to give him a call. I'm going to give my folks. I'm going to give my neighbor a call, man. That's my guy right there. And as you know, like I said, so the theme of this episode is tougher than a $3 steak. That's so. Respectfully, like I'm old enough to remember when Hammer was the number one artist in the world, when Pac was the number one artist in the world. You know, Snoop also represents the West Coast and so many California rappers. But also, I saw your growth as a fan of yours, and you start rocking with Master P and Lil John and other type of artists that weren't necessarily from the Bay. So did you ever feel like it was tough to break through from the Bay and not necessarily be boxed in as an artist? She was speaking of Master P, he'll tell you that. You know, you gotta expand your horizon. P started off out here with me, my uncle St. Charles, the Bay Area. P did his thing, went, went to the South cause he's from the South and he, he got the Bay in him too cause he lived in Richmond. And uh, he did a great job. He went and got rappers from out there. He did songs with them. He, he, did, he did his thing. So you have to do that kind of stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like it, being from the Bay Area, it, we had to work. We always have had to work harder than anyone else. You know, say, for instance, I'm not trying to. Yeah, I'm, I am trying to do it. My liquor right now. You know, the Earl Stephen Collection. <laughs> Let's get it. You were selling me Slurricane 15 yeah. years ago. I was yeah, wishing just, I could go in the store and get that. I just didn't bottle it up. I just didn't have the avenues and the opportunities to bottle it up. You know, we had to figure out everything on our own. Opportunities didn't land in Bay Area rappers' uh, um, lap. We had to really, everything that we've ever done, that's why we had to figure it out independently on our own. And it, and at the end of the day, we get the fruits of the lake. We get the benefits and the perks and amenities out of it because look how long I've been lasting, since 88. And I'm still going strong, even better, and, and you know, more good at the whole woo-wop. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen a few dollars in my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, you know, now, you know, selling alcohol. That's one of the things I do. All legitimate businesses, being the goon with the spoon, you understand me? All this stuff. We had to really work hard for people to um, to adapt to us because we was ahead of our time. Even though with our slang words and everything, like, people use it. And think that it's new. It's like, man, I said that in 1992. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it's like recycled game, but I crack up. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I know history repeats itself. So I don't get mad at nobody, man. You know, it was one time when uh, the man Kodak Black, him and um, him and Lil, y- Lil Yachty and mm-hmm. Ron was going at it. And I just wanted to step in as an OG, be a real dude and say, hey, man, why are y'all arguing? Because it could have got escalated. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm like, why are y'all going crazy over the word broccoli when I just want to let y'all know I said this in 1992 <laughs> documented on the on the album, on the EP that Captain Saberho was on. You can't Correct. tell me those weak-ass EP. I want to be saved. Come on. You know, I'm sure they, they've said Captain Saberho somewhere in their lyrics before. If they haven't, that's okay. But I'm just saying no matter what, that word, I said, why y'all arguing with it? I'm not trying to come in and be this guy to take over you know, be take your snatch y'all thunder. I just don't want y'all to, you know, be arguing over it. And they cool now. It looked like to me, they cool. I'm probably the guy that's the bad guy at all. I would try to let them do is let them know was hey man, y'all neither one of this was before y'all was born. Correct. 
Correct. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that watched that for the sideline, I appreciated you doing that. I appreciated you. you officiating that because you did it as an OG. You didn't did it. You didn't do it to be rude. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 there's and there's a balance to that. And like for somebody like you that's like been spitting bars and making classic songs. And we talked about Master P, who's been on this show. And I compare you to Master P because a lot of people don't realize this. You were an early investor in the social app Clubhouse. You have a line of tequila, cognac, and wine that you sourced in Mexico and France. Where does your business savvy come from? And what advice do you, Forty Fonzarelli? Half a young entrepreneurs. I'm mean, come from my mom and my dad. My dad always been independent. Like you know, he used to paint. You know, paint vehicles. You understand what I'm saying? My mom, she worked with him when they was together. It was it was great. You know what I'm saying? But they divorced when I was eight. But still, I still I see the the stuff that they did. Like you know what I'm saying? And they it just they worked so hard. So I watched it, and it's just in me. It's embroidered in me. You know, it's, it's in my it's it's in my genetics. You know what I'm saying? And then. My uncle St. Charles taught me so much, you know what I'm saying? He taught me so much, you know, taught me how to do POs and, you know, COD and, you know, uh, consignment sheets and, you know, and just, you know, how to get bank accounts. This one, I was a little young mustache, you know what I'm saying? He was always like a father figure to me. You know, mm-hmm. St. Charles, my mama's brother, that ain't just no, you know, you know, everybody say that's my uncle. That's not, that's my real uncle, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who made records in the 70s. Wow. Or taught us how to do music. You know, we yeah, always I feel like I know him now that you talk about him. I feel like I know him because <laughs> you've been talking about him for so many decades. Yeah, nah, he's my hero, man. That's that's Unc, man. I talked to him another day ago. I love him, man. You know, and he brought so you know, people don't even know that he is the reason it's the E40 for us on this independent level. Like my talent was there, but my whole family talented. Like my mom, my grandma, my granddaddy had 11 kids, eight of them was females, and three of them were men. And St. Charles was one of them. You wow. know, you know, and so I hope they, you know, church, they, they, my granddad was a preacher. So they all sung in the church, played all instruments, self-taught, didn't take no piano lessons, none of that. They just know how to, it's just a talented family I'm from, you know what I'm saying? Along with my pops, he played guitar, saxophone, all that. Do you understand? Sing everything. Yeah. Wow. Shout yeah. to D-Shot. Shout, Shout to Shout to D-Shot. You know Sugar. what I'm saying? I love them very much. And in the early 90s, by the way, when the chronic was happening, they were zigging, but you zagged in a legal state, California. What made you decide to go into the adult business of adult beverages? And I remember the song Slurricane. Everybody else was talking about cannabis. It's a trip because I'm more like Cousin B Legit. Cousin B Legit got a dispensary. That's his thing. He loved blowing broccoli turtle. That's his thing. You know, they, they call it the long, the long joints. The long, I mean, the long blunts. They call beelers. That's beeler thing. He he did that way many years ago, two and a half decades ago, rolling the rolling the joint like. So that's his that's his thing, and he's doing what he loves to do. This you know, he's in the weed categories in the you know dispensary business. I'm in the adult beverage business because I love to drink. Wine is my thing. Wine <laughs> eases my mind. It always has been. Slurricanes, I was always, you know, a mixologist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, Slurricane, I was alive for the party. Anytime we got a studio session, 
You know, we were drinking slurry canes. You remember when you came to my um exactly. to my 1995, I think, my, my intermajor way gold, gold. It was my birthday, but it was also my gold uh relief party or whatever. It was something. I went gold or something. You was there, said to entertain. I got the footage. I'm gonna send it to you. I just got it. I sent I, I looked up the sit footage the other day and I'm like, oh shit, look at Jalen, man. You feel me? This was all yeah. Day one, family, no doubt. Come on, they don't know. I'm gonna send you that footage. You're gonna trip. It looked good. Too. I need to see that. That's almost 20 years ago. 1995, 96, yeah. That's crazy. Way longer than that. It, no, 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 it wasn't. It was 19. It was in the was in the, it was in a major way. So it's ninety six. It was like ninety six. We was in L A. Century. Oh Coastal. no no! I know what it was. I know what it was. Hall of Game ninety six. Hall of Game. LA. Hall of Game. What was it called? The Century Club. We was at the Century Club, Century bro. Club. That's right. Yes, indeed. The line was around the block. Come on, it was That's crazy. Cracking. R.I.P. Nate Dog was there. Everybody, everybody was there, man. Everybody that was somebody was in the building, man. You feel me? No question. And also, and as I talk about reinventing yourself, a lot of people now see that you also got skills in the kitchen. You have a series on your IG page. Make sure you follow my guy. It's called Goon with a Spoon, where you showcase your cooking expertise. Not going to lie. I got a favorite family. Yes. The battered fried fish. The battered fried fish, fam, I tried to duplicate that. Like, it looked Did crazy. <laughs> How long have you been cooking? And who's your biggest inspiration in the kitchen? Um, my biggest inspiration in the kitchen is, um, I would have to say, a guy by the name of Lewis. Because when I was a teenager, I worked at this restaurant called the Common House Restaurant. Mm. So I, I started off uh, working, uh, washing dishes. Then I went to the pantry. This was all real quick. And then wow. I, um, I, um, Lewis brought me up to start cooking. And Lewis um, is a Caucasian guy that loved to drink beer. So he had just, Earl, go get those plates downstairs and bring them up. And he had a beer in his mouth. Super cool, like it's, it's my guy to this day. I love him, you know what I'm saying? But he right. taught me how to do a lot of things, even though I was self self taught with a lot of you know, I would call them soil, soil meals. Mm -hmm. What I mean by soil meals, like from the turf, like you know, stuff that you that you you make when you're at home. Cause I was the oldest of four, so I did a lot of you know, just you know, experimenting with, with, with food and all kind of stuff, right? So anyway, but he taught me how to make like escargot. Chicken Gordon Blue, mm. you know what I'm saying? Um, mm. I would say, uh, you know, London broil, mm. um, mussels, you know, with the wine sauce and the butter and all that. You know what I'm saying? Me mussels. Um, he taught me how to make, um, you know, uh, um, uh, 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 orange ruffy. Have you ever heard of orange ruffy fish? Love orange ruffy, white fish. Come on, that's right. Orange ruffy with with, with the like it's pansy. It's like it's lightly battered. You understand me? Would have got the butter sauce, the almonds. You understand me? It go crazy. I always appreciated your honesty, and usually, people like you that are respected in the street, but still deliver bars, sometimes have to sacrifice their integrity in one way or another. And I'm grateful that you joined the show because you never did that. You never did that. And I'm pretty sure there were times you sat back and watched such and such go double, triple platinum, 
you watch such and such on a commercial and you had to sit back with your support group and was like, stay low, keep firing. What we doing is working. Talk about that part of the drill. Well, you know, the whole thing is, um, if you just keep, I keep saying, I'm going to say this. If you keep throwing, you know what I'm saying, things at the wall, eventually one day it's going to stick. You know, you got to stay on the gas. Stay consistent. Stay in their face. Stay doing your thing. Stay creative. Who wants to sound like everybody else when you're going in, in the future? You're just going, oh, yeah, he, yeah, that's such a thing. You should sound just like exactly like that person or this thing. Carve your own identity. Correct. I know it's easy for me to say because my voice is very unique and I'm throwing like a frisbee. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but try to be you, you know, just try to try to just be, you know, you gotta let your nuts hang, you gotta let your nuts hang over your shoulder sometime, man. You gotta roll the dice, man. Yeah. You know, be unique, you know. And um, especially in this in the rap game, like now, even with with um my spirits and wines, you know, I'm coming with different flavors, flavors no one has ever done, you know, that no one has ever bottled up. And that's like Cali Mocho, for instance, you know, that's out of Spain. Mm. That's coke, that's cola and red wine. And you would think, man, 40 crazy, he tripping. <laughs> nah, I'm not. This has been around for many moons, 50 years since the 70s, and it's confirmed like a uh, you understand know, me, like a Don King perm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's confirmed that it's official like a military missile you dig <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh and lastly because i appreciate you family i i know how much you love sports yeah and i love seeing my friends be rich and when you post your ig videos on your court with your wine and i see you at the 49er games and I see you front row at the Warrior Games. It makes me proud. But how is it for you when Marshawn Lynch and Stephen Curry make videos about your upcoming versus battle? Shaq listed you as one of his top five West Coast rappers. Like, how does it feel to now get the respect I feel that you've always deserved? Man, it feels very good. You know, I stay, I stay silent. I don't really be tripping. You know, but, you know, and, and deep inside, I love when people show me love and especially people of their caliber when they don't know they don't even have to do it. You know what I'm saying? People like yourself, man. I love y'all, man. I appreciate it. We call that game recognized game. Real recognized real. You know what I'm saying? And um, nah, that make me feel good, dude. Them dudes, man, because, you know, people get a right on to have somebody like that. Give them a shout out. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just being, you know, being front row 40, being courtside, being behind home plate, you know what I'm saying, at, at, at the World Series and stuff like that, and being on the 50-yard line, you know, and, and, and you know, and the, the Super Bowls and all this stuff like that, and during the regular season and courtside at the Warriors game and traveling. I even travel with them. Like, I go to Toronto, even during the – no. I used to me, me and my man Chameleon there. We hook up, we go, <laughs> we courtside, man. You feel me? That's how we do it. My boy G Easy, we hook up, you know what I'm saying? We locked in courtside, man. Show, we do it. That's how we do it. Well, you a legend, man. You deserve it. And before you get out of here, I like to do a rapid fire segment called Gone in 60 Seconds. So take a sip of that Earl Stevens. And we're going to hit these rapid fire questions. 
What up and coming rapper would you pass the West Coast torch to? Woo! Kendrick Lamar. That's a good call. That, <laughs> and, and you know what? That dude's smart. And, Bad boy. And, and he like Dre in a lot of ways. Like he ain't gonna put it out unless he think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That man take his time. He got a great ear. That's a great call. He got a great ear and he's a great guy. Absolutely. Name one artist you haven't worked with yet that it need to happen soon. Um, Nas, mm. and Drake. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, what they gonna do? They gonna y'all can go all y'all years and not do a record with E40. We're not gonna do one at least. It ain't gonna hurt nothing. Cause I'm a gas it. Are you gonna gas it? Cause I'm a gas it. You know what I'm You know what I'm saying? This paper, not plastic, right here, man. You understand? Hello. How about this? You appreciate this? I was supporting Drake when I was playing in Toronto when he was a young mustache. Yeah. Doing shows at restaurants in the basement, making a name for himself. And Nas has been a guest on this show. I promise you, when I get done, I'm gonna text Nas. I'm gonna be like, Yo, you need to do a song with E40 immediately. Come I on. promise you, I'm gonna take that. Need to happen. I, and I, all those people I said, I love them. I got nothing but love and respect for them sincerely. And last but not least, let's say it's happy hour. Mm-hmm. It's happy hour for Fonzarelli. I like sweet drinks. I can't front. I went from I did the Hurricane. Yeah. I did the um. All of the, the the hypnotic and incredible hawks. I did the martinis. Like I do all of that, right? Yeah. Give me a recipe for a cocktail using one of your line of spirits. Um, I would say, um, e quarenta tequila blanco and 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 sprite. Mm. And we call it 40 water. Time a time a 40 water. Yeah. <laughs> me, man. Appreciate the love. Thanks for joining me, family. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you, family. Yes, indeed. Last, last call. Last call. And again, I want to thank my brother E40 for stopping by. He's not only a legend in rap, but he's also carved a lane for himself as an entrepreneur by investing in his interests. What are your interests? Not what your kids think you should do, not what your parents think you should do, not what your homies or your homegirls think you should do. What are your interests? Is it tech? Are you a foodie? Are you in the fashion? It's never too late to start a business, buy stock, or invest in a startup that's related to the things you're passionate about. E-40 Fonzarelli love making cocktails. He's on his way to starting a drinking empire. His wine, Earl Stevens, is phenomenal. I'm a car-carrying customer. But I challenge you, I challenge you to take the opportunity to see where you can invest your time or money that aligns with what you love. Not only will the interest grow, so will your quality of life. I'm the Renaissance Man. See you next week.